إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعين به ونستغفره ونعوذ به من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله All thanks and praise are due to Allah We seek God's help and forgiveness We seek refuge in God from the evil within ourselves and the consequences of our evil deeds Whoever God guides uh, will never be led astray, and whoever God allowed to go astray will never find guidance. I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, alone, without any partner. And I bear witness that Muhammad is God's servant and God's messenger. قال الله تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون. Almighty said in the Quran, You who believe, be mindful of God as is God's due, and make sure you devote yourself to God, to your dying moment. The Quran 3 verse 102. My journey with the Quran started a few years ago, actually longer than that. Started when I was in seventh grade. In my second year in college, my sister gave birth to the first child in our family. We made us all happy. I was so thrilled to be the first one to see the baby in the delivery room before her mom. That night, I made a promise to Allah that I will dedicate my life to serve the Quran and to read the Quran every month, to finish the entire reading every month. And I kept it since then. Walillah alhamd, praise to Allah. After college, I took few courses in Tajweed, which is the recitation of the Quran, the meaning of the Quran and the science of the Quran. I took classes of fiqh, jurisprudence, hadith and seerah, the saying of the Prophet and the biography of the Prophet. A few years later, I went from reading the Quran on a daily basis to studying and teaching the Quran, applying one of my favorite quotes, learn one thing about everything and learn everything about one thing. And that was my Quran. That shifted my life, made me feel and realize the true meaning of success. So what is success? If you go and, uh, and find it in Uncle Google, you're going to find that success is the accomplishment of a goal and a purpose that requires a vision and a mission. Today's khutbah will help us all of us to re be remembered about the purpose and the vision and the mission that the Quran addressed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the, in the Quran mentioned these uh, purpose, mission, and vision. I will recite the verses in Arabic and I will translate that. وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَى تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنْسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ In Surah 51, verses 55 and 56, God says, And remind, for truly the reminder benefits the believer. I created jinn and humankind only that they worship me. As for the uh, purpose in life, we, we know that it's worshiping God. And for the vision and mission comes in the following verse. In Surah 18, verse 110. And whosoever hopes for the meeting with his Lord, let him do righteous work and make no one partner unto his Lord in worship. So the purpose of our life is to worship Allah. The vision is to meet the Lord in the hereafter. The mission is to do good and make no partners in worshiping the Almighty God. That purpose 
came in a very famous ayah in the Quran, Surah 2, And when your Lord said to the angel, I am about to place upon the earth a Khalifa, a vicegerent. That is our mission, to be a Khalifa, to worship Allah. The same purpose and mission and vision came in the entire Quran. The following words of Abraham in the Quran are, they are addressing the purpose in our life. So Abraham is talking to his father. When Abraham said to his father, O oh my father, why do you worship that which hears not, nor sees, nor can aught you avail you? O oh my father, there is, has come to me some knowledge that which come not unto you. So follow me, and I will lead you to the straight path. O oh my father, worship not the devil. Indeed, the devil is a rebel into the beneficent. God spoke to Moses and passed the same purpose to worship him. Indeed, I am Allah. No deity except I, so worship me. These same words were passed on to the Son of Israel by Jesus. Jesus addressing the children of Israel. Allah is my Lord and your Lord, so worship him. That is the path, the straight path. Surah 3, verse 51. And now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala passed the same message to Prophet Muhammad in Surah 39, verse 14. Say, I worship Allah, devoting in sincerity my deen to Allah. So how do we worship God? This is a very important question that we need to ask ourselves. Now, in order to worship Allah, and we need to know who is Allah. The first revelation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala passed on to the Prophet, you probably all know them, gave, gave a significant key to establishing a relationship between a human and their creation, creator. I mean. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah 96, verse 1 to 5, اقرأ باسم ربك الذي خلق خلق الإنسان من علق اقرأ وربك الأكرم الذي علم بالقلم علم الإنسان ما لم يعلم Read in the name of your Lord who creates created the human from a clot Read and your Lord is the most bounteous who teaches by the pen teaches the human that which they knew not and God said to the Prophet, فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ In verse 19, Surah 49, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to the Prophet, So know that there is no deity save Allah. This relationship between the believer and God is a lifetime journey 
So I spent few years of my life trying to answer this important question. If worship requires knowledge, then what does knowledge require? I searched in the Quran and found four elements. In the story of Moses and the servant, God brings two elements, mercy and patience. Mercy because knowledge is a powerful thing and it can be misused. However, when mercy precedes knowledge, it will be beneficial to humanity. And God says in the same surah, 1865. Then they found one of our servants, unto whom we had given mercy from us, and had taught him knowledge from our presence. Patience, again, comes in the same surah with Moses and his teacher. Moses said to his teacher, may I follow you to the end that you may teach me right conducts of what which you have been taught. He said, you cannot bear with me. How can I bear? How can you bear with that whereof you can't compass any knowledge? Moses said to him, Allah is willing. You shall find me patient and I shall not disobey you. The third element is taqwa. Taqwa means love and awareness of the Lord. And in this beautiful ayah, God says, This specific ayah changed my life. This ayah came at the end of the longest ayah in the Quran. In Surah 2, verse 282, at the end of the verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Reverence Allah, and Allah will teach you. Allah is knower of all things. The last element of knowledge is to pray, is to connect with the Lord on a daily basis. Prior to increasing knowledge came also in the Quran, chapter 20, verse 114, and say, my Lord, increase me in knowledge. The second prayer is the prayer to increase in taqwa, came in Surah 2, verse 197. And whatsoever good you do, Allah knows it. So increase. Indeed, the best provision to increase is in reverence. Reverent me, O possessor of intellect. So what helped me to gain some knowledge in the Quran is my favorite time in the middle of the night, a few hours before Fajr time, the pre-dawn, I pray tahajjud. Tahajjud is the prayer that Muslims perform after they sleep 
and before they performed the first Pride of the Day, and that changed my life. So what kind of knowledge are we addressing today? The most important knowledge is the knowledge of the words of God, the Quran, because the Quran was sent to mankind, and we as a believer, we have responsibility to share the message with people around us, because the Quran says that. In Surah 39, verse 27, We have coined in this Quran all kinds of examples for mankind that they may reflect. We will be questioned about the Quran in the hereafter. And God mentioned that in the Quran. Surah 43, verse 43 and 44. فاستمسك بالذي أوحي إليك إنك على صراط مستقيم وإنه لذكر لك ولقومك وسوف تسألون. So hold fast to what which is inspired unto you. Verily, you are on a straight path. And indeed, it is a reminder for you and your people, and you will be questioned. We can't share the message of the Quran if we don't know the message of the Quran. There is a rhetorical question in this following ayah where we see the verb in the present tense. It's an indication to continue reflecting on the Quran. In Surah 49, verse 24, Allah subhanahu wa Will they not then contemplate on the Quran or are there locks on their hearts? God encourages all of us to ask question to those who have knowledge on the Quran. In Surah 16, verse 43 and 44, the Lord says, فاسألوا أهل الذكر إن كنتم لا تعلمون بالبينات والزبر وأنزلنا إليك الذكر لتبين للناس ما نزل إليهم ولعلهم يتفكرون And we sent not before you other than men as messengers whom we inspired then all of you ask the people of the reminder if you don't know the proofs and the scriptures. And we have revealed unto you the reminder that you may explain to mankind that which has been revealed for them so they may reflect. Knowledge and actions are two sides of one coin. The believers should um, act based on their conviction and knowledge. And the famous phrase that we have in Surah 2, verse 30, Khalifa on earth, a vicegerent on earth, indicates two points that almost every page in the Quran addresses them, especially when you start in the beginning. In Surah 2, verse 3, those who believe in the unseen and establish worship and spend of what that we have bestowed on them are the righteous ones. So Khalifa means one who establishes a good relationship with God. This on a personal level. 
A Khalifa means also the one who establishes a good relationship with a human being, and that's on the social level. So going back to where we started is the mission and the vision and the vision and the purpose in life. To accomplish the vision, and our vision is to meet our Lord in the hereafter, we definitely need to accomplish the mission. To do good in this life and to partner to God, no one, in worship. So first, let's talk about doing good. You all know that every page of the Quran addresses the importance of doing good in this life. In Surah 16, verse 97, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِّنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَلَنُحْيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبَةً وَلَنَجْزِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْرَهُمْ بِأَحْسَنِ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ Whosoever does good deeds, whether male or a female, and is a believer, verily we shall quicken them with good life, and we shall pay them a recompense in proportion to the best of what they used to do. The second one is make no partner to God in worship. All action taken in life, whether they relate to Almighty God or to human, they have to be grounded with devotion, sincerity, and free from pride and ego. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah 39, verse 2, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ بِالْحَقِّ فَاعْبُدِ اللَّهَ مُخْلِصًا لَهُ الدِّينَ Indeed, we have revealed the book unto you with truth. So worship Allah, devoting the deen entirely to him. As for the third point, those who seek the hereafter should never ignore this life. In order to be successful in the hereafter, we have to be successful in this life. And as we hear the adhan every day, five times a day, the repeated sentence, Hayya ala al-falah, hayya ala al-falah, which is success. Success brings life to us in this life and in the hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah 28, verse 77, وَبْتَغِ فِيمَا آتَاكَ اللَّهُ الدَّارَ الْآخِرَةِ وَلَا تَنْسَ نَصِيبَكَ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا وَأَحْسِنْ كَمَا أَحْسَنَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْكَ وَلَا تَبْغِ الْفَسَادَ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُحِبُّ الْمُفْسِدِينَ But seek the dwelling of the hereafter in that which Allah has given you and neglect not your portion of this life. And be good as Allah has been good to you. Seek not corruption upon the earth. Surely Allah loves not the corrupter. Finally, I am leaving you today with three questions so you can reflect upon them based on three verses in the Quran. The first question is, how can we walk the walk and not just talk the talk? Why I said that? Because there is an ayah in the Quran, 61, 2 and 3. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, 
كبر مقتا عند الله أن تقولوا ما لا تفعلون O you who believe, why do you say that which you do not? It is most hateful in the sight of Allah that you say that which you do not. The second question is, do we feel responsible as an individual? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah 17, verse 13, وَكُلَّ إِنسَانٍ أَلْزَمْنَاهُ طَائِرَهُ فِي عُنُقِهِ وَنُخْرِجُ لَهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ كِتَابًا يَلْقَاهُ مَنْشُورًا And every human, we have fastened his omen upon his neck, and we shall bring forth for him on the day of resurrection a book which he will find wide open. My last question is, is it possible to stay still and not change? God says in the Quran, Surah 74, verse 36 and verse 37. As a warning unto humans for those of you who want to go. Fourth, or stay behind. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولكنا. I say what I have said, and may God forgive all of us. الحمد لله حمد طيب مباركا. All praise and thanks are due to Allah alone, to God alone. I want to reflect on the life of the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام peace be upon him, and on my personal life. When reading the biography of the Prophet peace be upon him, we see that his word and action manifested the message of the Qur'an in every aspect of his life. So today I'm sharing with you three hadiths. The first hadith is narrated by Ibn Habban and at Tirmidhi, it is hadith sahih. So I'm gonna read the hadith in Arabic and then translate it. Rawa Ibn Habban wa Tirmidhi fi jami'hi anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal la tazul qadama abdan yawm al-qiyamati hatta yus'alu an arba' عن عمره فيما أفناه وعن جسده فيما أبلاه وعن علمه ماذا عمل فيه وعن ماله من أين اكتسبه وفيما أنفقه Human will not remove their feet in the day of resurrection until they are asked about four things their life and how they redeemed it their body and how they consumed it their knowledge and what they did with it, and their money from where they acquired and from and how they spent it. The second hadith is hadith sahih in the book of Bukhari and Muslims, narrated by Ibn Abbas. اغتنم خمسا قبل خمسا شبابك قبل هرمك وصحتك قبل سقمك وغناك قبل فقرك وفراغك قبل شغلك وحياتك قبل موتك. Take benefit of five before five. Your youth before old age. Your health before sickness. Your wealth before poverty. Your leisure time before preoccupation. And your life before death. As for the last one, one of my favorite hadith, it's a hadith sahih in Muslim, narrated by uh, Malik ibn Anas. In qamati sa'atu wa fi yadi ahadikum fasila فَإِنِ اسْتَطَاعَ أَلَّا يَقُومَ حَتَّى يَغْرِسْهَا فَلْيَغْرِسْهَا 
If the hour comes, the hours of the day of judgment, and in the hands of one of you is a young plant, so if they can't plant it before death, let them plant it. My personal reflection is a humble experience in my life. So my journey with the Quran started a few years ago, as I mentioned that earlier, carries much of responsibility because I am dealing with the divine message with the words of God. So my heart is always shaking as it's shaking right now. The most difficult part and challenge in my life is when I encounter some of literature that we have in our libraries that contradicts with the message of the Quran and challenge as well the status quo that our ummah has been living for so long. Nevertheless, the joy that I have each time I restart reading the Quran from the beginning can be measured. I anticipate new insights that will bring me cl closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and closer to mankind. Being a believer in, in the Quran makes me feel proud and content. I strive daily to practice what I have learned and pray that by God's grace, God will help me to comprehend his words and share the message with those who God brings into my life. And that to me is my success. Inna allaha ya'muru bil'adli wal-ihsani wa-i-ta'i dhil-qurba wa yanha'anil fahshai wal-munkari wal-baghi wa yanha'anil fahshai wal-munkari wal-baghi ya'idhukum la'allakum tadhakkaroon In the Quran, Surah 16, verse 90, God commands justice, doing good, and generosity towards relative, and God forbids whether it's shameful blameworthy and oppressive. God teaches you so that you may take heed. Wa aqimna salah, perform the prayer. <laughs>